Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Morning, everybody. Dawn McLean joins us as well. Hey, hey girl. Hey, hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Morning show good? Oh, sure. Yes, we had a lot of inner fighting, which is always good. Oh, good. Who was, In a joking uh, way. Sure, of course. Who was, uh, who was going at who? Uh, well, we had some games we played, and uh, mm-hmm. Kenny was upset because he didn't win. And mm-hmm. no, He thinks he won, though. He always thinks he won. <sighs> he has, he's the scorekeeper, and he has weird scoring sometimes when he doesn't want someone else to win. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that. Uh, that's funny. Donna gets upset Kenny. when she loses on this show. This is why you like Kenny. This is why you guys in a different mm-hmm. in a different lifetime would have just been two hillbillies in the woods enjoying a weird, you know, unhealthy married I life. I just don't <gasps> like what I don't like is the injustice of changing the rules for one person and a set of different standards for another person. Ooh. You gotta be consistent. Hmm. I don't mind losing. That's fine. It's fine because most of the time that means the listener wins. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty much how that works. But anyway, speaking of winning, the U.S. has gotten another gold yesterday. They won a medal of every color yesterday. Oh, wow. They dominated the men's free ski uh, slope style. Free ski. Alex Hall won the gold. Nick, uh, I don't know if I'm going to say his name right, Gepper took the silver. And then our speed skaters took the bronze in the men's team pursuit. So oh. I think they were hoping for gold, as is everybody, mm-hmm. um, especially after they broke the world record at speed skating um, at the World Cup in December. So yeah. Norway took gold. Russia won silver. So right now... Norway is in the lead, then Russia, then Germany, then the U.S., then Austria. So we're number four on yeah, the leaderboard. That's, that's not bad. That's not good. That's not what America wants. They want to be up top. They want to be numero uno. Well, how much longer do we have to go now? Uh, I think we've got three more days. Okay. Three or four more days, yeah. Well, we have 19 total medals, and Norway has 28. So we, it's gonna we've got to make that to go. up. Yeah. It's going to be tough to make that up. What do you do? What would be good is if they counted, like, for instance, if the uh, if the U.S. women's hockey team won gold, if we counted all of the teammates' gold as <laughs> gold. Right. Then suck it, Norway. We're yeah. coming for you, man. Woo. So that's pretty, uh, you know, pretty exciting. Do you think that I'm just trying to find a reason why we're not doing as well? 
Do you think COVID restrictions, maybe some facilities were shut down because of mandates and they couldn't train as much? Well, according to my friend. Oh, oh Lord, your conspiracy <laughs> theory friend. Here we friend? go. Yeah, friend? I told you guys this. Yeah, she's he's got... like, you know, all of our best athletes are coming down with COVID. I wouldn't be surprised if and other countries are coming down with COVID, too. And he said, I wouldn't be surprised if China was behind this. China's not even on the board, are they? Oh, my gosh. Please. I mean, stranger things have happened. I mean, you know, Russia has hacked into, you know, feels icky. This was this is your friend suggesting essentially that, like, they're bringing us over there and they're exposing us to something new. Yeah. That's. I just want to make sure we're fully just clarifying the level of prey. Country. Taking them okay. down. Yeah. 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 That sounds like something um, that some people from Missouri that I know would say. <laughs> I'm not. Are you likening parts of Beijing to uh, dirty old Missouri? <laughs> I'm listening. I mean, just some conspiracies that I've heard. Yeah. Floating no, around it. about things. Well, the ratings have been down, and when it's not a. When it's not a global event where you look and you hear the cheers. Like, I was watching Sean White last week as he was going for gold. And it was just, there's not cheering. There's not cheering. And especially an event like that where you've got, look, there's the Norway section of the crowd. There's the uh, USA section of the crowd. They're chanting USA. It is that really adds a certain je ne sais quoi to the Olympics and certainly to the viewing experience of watching the Olympics. So the fact that that is not present really changes the atmosphere in the same way that when the NBA was in the bubble and they were playing without any fans in the stands, sure, you had like video screens up and stuff and everybody did their darndest and they tried, but it's not the same. And so it doesn't feel like that energy. Yeah, exactly. I get it. So I think some of that, I think by the next Olympics, when is that? 2024 will have the summer games again. I think by that point, we're not, COVID is gone as it, as we know it today. It's not restricting crowds. People go and it's normal again. And then like, like you would have even the NBC team, the today show would normally have set up shop in Beijing. Yeah. They're not yeah. there. They're out in the Rockefeller Plaza. They're hanging out there. They send Craig Melvin over there. They've every, you know, like network has one reporter there that's doing a, an update, but there's no not a presence right. there like they right. normally would. Oh well. Jamie Ukis of uh formerly of WCCO, now of CBS News. Yeah. She's in Beijing. And if you want to see the kind of food that they're eating, you should go and follow Jamie on Instagram. She does food updates every day as to what they're offered inside of the Olympic Village and just all sorts of Insta story updates that are just very approachable and fun. And so if you if you want to feel connected to the Olympics, follow Jamie Ukis, who is really doing very well. She's really good. I saw She's her. Great. What's the CBS like mystery show? Like 48 hours, 2020? Yeah, 48 hours. Yep. Is it 48 hours? Yeah. Is it, is it the first one? some 48? like serious interviewing with like criminals behind the bar, you know, behind, you know, in prison. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's really come a long way. And then she just did a bit. Uh, I didn't watch it, but I saw her talking about it the other day. Uh, she posted a picture. She did a bit with the U.S. men's curling team. And so, you know, she is, she can do it all. Personal, she can. It's great yeah. when you can shift tone and you can do just about anything. Um, so it's really cool to watch her success yeah. considering, you know, what was it, five years ago, 
you were five or six years ago, you were waking up to Jamie Yukas on the uh, WCCO Morning News. That's right. That's yeah. right. USA. Me and Noah hey, up. Uh, we didn't even get to this, Donna. We uh, we could be going to space today. Yeah. Or at least buying our tickets. Yeah, for $450,000. Okay, That's with Virgin Galactic. Um, but the down payment is only $150,000. Sales open oh, today on the website. Uh, the flight lasts about 90 minutes. It reaches a maximum speed of 2,600 miles per hour. Uh, it only includes four passengers. Takes off out of New Mexico. You'll also go through training. You'll get fitted for an Under Armour spacesuit. And it also comes with other perks. You get a membership to Virgin Galactic's community of future astronauts mm-hmm. with exclusive events and trips and space you know, readiness activities. And, uh, yeah, oh, and then you get an opportunity to purchase an astronaut edition Range Rover from Land Rover. If you have a few extra dollars Yeah. after that. Exit through the gift shop, buy a Land Rover. Hey, you guys get the special one just for you. For free? No, no. But the keychain comes with the Land Rover. Oh, no, you get wings. Exclusive astronaut wings. Oh. Which I'm sure you wear, like, on your lapel or something. A little brooch at a at a rich conference, at a rich party yeah. where you wear your rich things. Yeah, and lapels. <sighs> let's take a break. All right, let's do it. Uh, when we come back, we got some things that make you go, huh? Do you know this? Fre- uh, Freddie Mercury once left the studio while he was collaborating with Michael Jackson because he was tired of being bothered by Michael Jackson's blank. Mm. Can you fill it in? Tell you about it next on my talk. Oh, you know, I love being a dad, but between work work and kid work, it can be a little difficult to get a workout in. Well, Steve, I've got great news for you and all the other parents out there. The Y offers free child care with a family or dual membership. What? Yeah, you work out while your kids do fun activities and make new friends. Join the Y by February 28th and get $10 enrollment with 25% off dues through April. Join at YMCANorth.org. You said it, Donna. I'm on it. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment and fun facts, too. Okay, do you think you were able to figure this one out? Told you before the break that Freddie Mercury once left the studio while collaborating with Michael Jackson because he was tired of being bothered by Michael Jackson's blank. Monkey. Bubbles. Monkey. Bubbles the monkey? No. Oh, I didn't even have another thought in my mind. Did Me you, Donna? Either. No. It's an animal. It is? It is. It's not Bubbles. Oh, parrot. Not God, parrot. What else did he have? Remember when you guys followed that monkey Instagram and then so Stop. sadly that monkey oh, passed away? George. George, R.I.P. Uh, oh, yes. What is it? Your daily monkey one, content or something? Like? Yeah, yeah, here's your monkey content. They have a new okay. monkey. Is yeah. the, the monkey still ripping open packages and stuff? Yeah. Okay, that's He's great. He's not quite as... Well, you know, he's, he's no little. George. He's not George. But she. She? She's no George. Yeah. What's her name? Can't Georgina. Remember. Well, his sister's name is Lucy, and then the nephew's name is something else. <laughs> it's so cute. You got to follow. This reminds me now of the Disney, what was it, the Disney series about <laughs> apes and how they kept them at like an yeah. animal kingdom. And, and Donna's Barbara, like. Because she was a B word to everybody. When you have Donna coming in the next day and saying, that Barbara, she's a bitch. I'm like, are you talking about the gorilla? Just to yes, be clear. It's a great series. What's it called? 
Oh, no. Oh, chimpanzee? No, nope. not that. It doesn't have no. a chimpanzee. Oh, oh, it says we, not we Mo- are chimps. It's um, like a meet the chimps? Meet the chimps. <gasps> meet oh, the chimps. Like meet the fuckers. Oh, sure. But it's very real housewives kind of situation. <laughs> is it kind of like a, like the uh, Meerkat Manor or? Is yeah, it that probably like that. Yeah, probably like that. Personalities. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then, and then also, there's narration backstory that the monkeys aren't agreeing to. And then there are, you know, one monkey is the boss monkey, and you have to get that monkey's approval, and without that approval, you can't become a part of the community. It's real intense. Freddie Mercury once left the studio while working on music with Michael Jackson because he got tired of being around Michael Jackson's pet llama. Oh, the old llama. Come on, that's was a big sp- thing to bring into the studio. Yeah, and was it spitting? Poop and- probably, just probably just being super llama-ish. Listen, I'm, llamas are great in the wild or just out on a farm. Oh, there's in a studio or llama. inside of any commercial building. Yeah, like you'd be annoyed with the llama. Yeah, that thing's yeah. just freaking me out, staring at me. This is interesting. The condition that causes people to sneeze when they are suddenly exposed to bright light. Uh, typically, like intense sunlight. If you ever mm-hmm. step outside, then you're yeah. like, "Oh, I got to sneeze." So get this: the scientific name for that is autosomal dominant compelling heliophthalmic oh, outburst no. syndrome. But the abbreviation for that, a chew syndrome. Oh, oh that's cute. <gasps> yes. Oh, well, they're having fun today. <laughs> Or whatever they made that up. <laughs> whatever they created it. Uh, all right, now for the gamers out there. Don, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Nintendo has only had six company presidents despite being founded over 130 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's some stability. It's a good, yeah. it's good culture, I guess. Let's take a look. Yeah. Speaking of, Warner Brothers allowed Bugs Bunny to appear in Who Framed Roger Rabbit's Take a up. On the condition that he only appeared alongside Mickey Mouse and that the two had the same amount of screen time. This was the only time in movie history that Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse ever appeared together on screen. Oh, that's neat. That's a great movie. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yes, and you know I'm not big into animation, but that is... Yeah, because that one's a little rough around the edges. It's... (laughs) That's why you that like is. it. Yeah, it's it that old curmudgeon detective guy. Yeah, and then Jessica Rabbit is all mm-hmm. slutty. Yeah, it's it's very well done. I came across it recently, and I forgot how good that movie was. I was it's like, been this so is long. fantastic. I haven't seen it in a while. I remember Jessica Rabbit and having feelings for her. I remember, if I recall this correctly. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
six? I think when I was five, I Whoa. think, either five or 15, when I was at, I think it was at Disney World at their old, what used to be known as MGM Studios, now Hollywood Studios, that there was a wall inside of Disney World that had Roger Rabbit's, you know, like at one point he runs through a brick wall in the yes. movie and then there's just like the cartoon hole in the wall yes. in the same shape. That's right. And there was that of Roger Rabbit. And I remember, I forget if I was, if it was the trip when I was five or 15, that's weird. But <laughs> I remember seeing it and thinking, wow, that's just like, that's like, I saw that in the movies and to see it replicated in real life. I just find those things very whimsical. It's like the first time you see a concert in person. Yes. Or a football like, game. Or a play. Sure. A musical. Yes. Yeah. You're like, I'm used to seeing this somewhere else, like in magazines and, you know, on the screen. But here I am, right? This person is live in front of me. Darth Vader never says, Luke, I am your father. The actual line of dialogue is, mm-hmm. no, I am your father. Hmm. He doesn't call him Luke. Who's no? <laughs> Who's that guy? Just we're gonna let that one slide, Don. Huh? We're gonna let it slide. We're you know we're all just sort of hey, dad jokes. Dad jokes. I say these all the time. <laughs> Here, <laughs> listen to this one. This is this is you get what's coming to you. June seventeenth, seventeen ninety seven was the year. There was a Persian king who ordered two servants to be executed for being too noisy. Instead of saying "quiet down," he just oh. says "off with their heads." But <laughs> It was a holy evening, so he delayed their executions until the next day and made the servants resume their duties for the rest of the night. Okay. That night, they assassinated the king in his sleep. Wow, that's aggressive. Well, they were going to be killed they were the next day. Get it was killed. either him or them. I yeah, guess. if I told you I was going to kill you first thing in the morning and we were having an adult sleepover, <laughs> wouldn't you kill me in the night? Yes, I would. Donna! Sorry, I blew up. Your honor. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. In 2007, somebody purchased a bowl for $3 at a New York garage sale. Hey, look at it. When the buyer had it appraised, they learned that that $3 bowl was a 1,000-year-old Chinese bowl. It was valued at $300,000. But then, after a bidding war, that $3 bowl from a New York garage sale ultimately sold at auction for $2.2 million. That's wow. great. That's a fun, that's Except fun. Except for the garage sale people. Right. Who, right. who were like, no, honey, we're just going to declutter. We just need it out of here. I don't care if it's worth something. Got to take it to Antique, Antiques Roadshow first. Yes, queen. Thank you. All beached whales discovered in the United Kingdom belong to the queen. Oh, good to know. Leave you with that. Uh, okay, so up late last night, I watched a documentary that I think finally explained, I think, a pretty difficult thing for us to all understand. I'll tell you what I watched when we come back. It's Dawn and Steve on my talk. I'm one of the greatest, ain't no debate, no. I'm still levitating. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo! I am very excited to learn something today. <laughs> I, you're going to teach us, right? You okay. I may have overstated this. I wish we all would have been watching this together. I wish I had known this existed. Well, it exists. Okay. And you will have an opportunity to watch it today. Uh, no, that's not going to happen. I thought you just said you wish you knew it existed. I do wish it existed so that in the future I can watch it. The future isn't promised. 
Who's on first? <laughs> I don't know who's on third. <laughs> All right, so last night, Stevie Boy watches another episode of Inventing Anna. Get to that in a moment. Lou goes to bed. Your boy's like, hey, maybe there's something. I, I just want to watch one more thing. What do I want to do? Watch one more thing. I go to Amazon Prime, a place I never go for shows. I just never go there. I use it purely for shipping. I never watch shows there. I thought, what do they have? So I go, start checking some stuff out. I see documentaries. I'm always interested in a documentary. And this one is called Cryptopia. Bitcoin, blockchains, and the future of the internet. Oh. This, is, uh, this came out in 2020. And I'm just going to tell you this. It's about an hour and 20 minutes long. I watched an hour and eight minutes, and then I got Yanni. I had to go get my nine night. <laughs> so I didn't complete it all, but I completed a whole lot of it. In the first two parts in particular, when, when, the, when the documentary is called Cryptopia, colon, Bitcoin, Blockchains, and the Future of the Internet, they break up the documentary in three forms. First, we're going to talk about Bitcoin. Okay. Then we're going to talk about blockchain. Mm. Oh. Then the future of the Internet. Let me say this, a couple of things that I think were easy to understand and sort of relate to. For those of us who have felt very confused by cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, and one day you hear it's the worst thing in the world, and the next day you hear if you're not in it, you're an idiot. It's tough to make heads or tails of it all. And a lot of... I guess Uh, it's it's coin. coin talk. Is there a tails to a coin, to a Bitcoin? Good question. Um... That's they did go four. back and reference that, you know, when the internet came out, there were a lot of people saying what they now say or have recently said about Bitcoin, which is this is a place for criminal activity to take place. This is they, they point out all the nefarious possible purposes of Bitcoin, of the blockchain, meaning that we don't need banks to transfer money. Stuff like that. When the internet first came out, it was like, well, this is going to be just the place, I think the one guy said, just for pedophiles and pornographers to go and play. Now, those things exist on the internet, to be sure. But the internet is so much more than that. Sure, and it, it has its nefarious purposes, should you choose to use it that way. But just because bad things can be done there doesn't make it a bad thing. Okay. So their point with cryptocurrency sort of at large Mm -hmm. is just because bad things can be done like criminals could use it as an untraceable way to buy and sell weapons or drugs doesn't mean that the whole concept of cryptocurrency is bad so they were likening us to the remember we pushed back on things that we now readily accept but we're at the beginning and newsflash nobody likes change everybody recoils with any kind of change even if they can look back on their own experience of encountering change and realizing, you know what, that turned out pretty good. Sure. In the end, we Absolutely. just are creatures of habit. Right. And so, and this is a big disruptor, right? When they talk about some form of electronic cash. But the one thing they did say at the beginning, Donna, which, and they have a lot of visuals in this documentary which is called helpful. Cryptopia. Helpful. Like we they like explained. Pictures. Yeah. And they do these cool animations too of. When you buy a Bitcoin, so to speak, it's held in a digital safe. And then it takes you to this animation in this like all black space, kind of like you're in the Internet, of all of these little digital safes. And you, as the owner, have uh, a key. You're given a key to that cryptocurrency wallet. And only your key 
can unlock that. Nobody else's can and all this. So they were talking about in some ways it's very safe. In other ways, people find that it's very tricky. They mentioned people say, well, it's not real money. Like, I like the real money and I, I need to know it's real money. And this all seems fake. They pointed out using some visuals again, how little of the money that you have, Donna, or I have or Don has or anyone listening, how little of it. The percentage is so small of what you have that actually exist in money when you're making these transfers. What you're really doing is making electronic transfers. And then they pointed to credit cards. So people get worried about Bitcoin. I haven't seen the money. You don't see a lot of your money. and uh, But it's tied to value that is created by the U.S. dollar. And they, they were pointing out with credit cards, all of the different things that have to happen and the processing fees that go up and the charges that are associated. And it goes here, here, and here. You never see the money. But it's just a digital transfer of I'm good for it. You're, yeah. Are you kind of just trading out dollars and cents for this digital currency? Correct. It's just a swap, really. Yes. But, I mean, the values may be a little different. Well, there's the trouble, is that the values can go way up or way down. Okay. In fact, there was a guy who, in this documentary, said there was a time early on when Bitcoin had just started, and there was this one store that accepted Bitcoin. Like actually said, we'll accept Bitcoin payments. Right. And he said, I paid two Bitcoins for, I forget what it was, a burrito or something. Friends, today, two Bitcoin would be worth (gasps) $88,000. So there is a, that's a bit of the trouble of cryptocurrency to be used for transactions is it's always fluctuating. The dollar is as well. The U.S. dollar is. It's always going up or down, up or down. Right. But we don't see that. We don't see it, we don't feel it as much, nor nor would one day the dollar be worth a dollar, and the next day that dollar be worth $10, and the day after right. it be worth 50 cents. Okay, so let's say I have two Bitcoin, which I believe to be worth $88,000 today, yes. and then I go mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm going to buy a Tesla, mm-hmm. and then I go to the dealer... I go to pay with Bitcoin and mm-hmm. I find out that I don't have enough money because it has depreciated to like $60,000. Sure. So that that's where it gets way too confusing and it doesn't seem like a practical way. I don't think it's to- a practical way yet to make purchases. It seems like a high risk, investment. high reward mm-hmm. investment. Now their hope is there used to be Bitcoin. And now I learned in this documentary, Cryptopia, there's Bitcoin Cash, which is sort of a break off of it, that they're trying to make that more reasonable to just do transactions with. There's a little bit more of a steady value. Uh, Bitcoin started getting mined so much that it was the blockchain was becoming backlogged and any sort of uh, purchase that you would make could end up taking days instead of it being instantaneous, which was one of the original benefits of Bitcoin. And then they also say the thing about cryptocurrency at large is you don't have to deal with the bank. You can, it's money for the every person. You 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 buy it, you get that Bitcoin or that percentage of a Bitcoin, because if you can't afford a $44,000 Bitcoin right now, you could still buy $100 worth of it. And then that value could go up or go down. But it was They had a lot of visuals, but I got to say this, even with all the visuals, and they were talking slowly, I felt a little bit still, even though I 
was getting it. I needed a room full of people to be like to press pause and say, so this is it, right? Can we quickly verbally process? Yes. Okay. Moving on. I do that just with an episode of Ozark. <laughs> like, Wait it a minute. I don't chart. remember who that guy was. Yes. Stop it. Let's talk about this. There's an episode of The Office where Toby comes in. Uh, excuse me, um, Oscar, who's in their accounting department, comes in and talks to Steve Carell's Michael Scott and says, Michael, we have a surplus. I need to explain this to you. And he goes and he ex- he, he explains. He says, you know what a surplus is? Yeah. But why don't you just explain it to me like I'm seven? So then Oscar yeah. says, okay, uh, you have a lemonade stand and your parents gave you $10 to run the lemonade stand. But then it turns out it only costs you $9 and you give your parents back a dollar. Well, tomorrow when you go to set up that same lemonade stand and ask for $10, they'll say, well, it only costs $9, so here's $9. So you need to spend the full 10 in order to get the full 10 again. Does that make sense? And then Michael looks at him and says, yes, why don't you now explain it to me like I'm five? <laughs> And I felt a little bit that yeah. way yes. with Cryptopia. I felt like I understood it better. And you heard from critics and you heard from real proponents of it and people who think that, you know, obviously it's going to be huge. Um, oh, and they also took you to this underground vault in Switzerland that used to be a war bunker. Yeah. And now it is where they keep hard drive upon hard drive upon hard drive upon upon hard drive of bitcoin and cryptocurrency so it's funny because like you it is a digital thing that exists in digital stuff that can be on a computer or on a hard drive that also then exists kind of like your your pictures could exist on your computer's hard drive and in the cloud in the same way cryptocurrency can exist on your hard drive of your computer if you mined for it or if you bought it it exists in the cloud but the hardware the hard drives it was room after room after room and they had to do this major security pat down took them an hour to get into the facility and they're walking through old war bunkers where now there are all sorts of hard drives in an undisclosed location in switzerland underground where cryptocurrency physically kind of exists Mm -hmm. it was interesting and by the way they do keep putting things up on the screen like part one we talk about bitcoin here's what it does ding 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 part two let's talk about the blockchain they show you a visual of the blockchain it's a little difficult to understand but they're showing you the visual and then they keep the visual and they keep putting out little points of it is this it is this it is this it is not this it is not this so if you feel like hey i have an hour and 20 minutes to burn and i found it so confusing i'd be willing to sit through and see if i am smarter 80 minutes later it's called cryptopia it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, documentary came out in 2020. Join us tomorrow when we talk about non, non-fungible tokens. They said fungible at uh. one point, and alone in my living room, late at night, I laughed. There you be, the news on NFT. Yeah. They're so non-fungible. My John's non-fungible. Now you know the deal on NFTs. Not really, though. Not exactly. (laughs) But we talked about it, and that makes us feel smarter for trying. You got it. We tried. When we come back, oh, gosh, so much to talk about. Uh, If you see something, you should say something. Um, Did you guys happen to see uh, the Eagle Cam coverage? I just watched it at the beginning of the show here because there was a link for me to play, and I can't stop laughing. Oh, I got to go see this. Great. Oh, my God. Steve, you have to link this up. Um, Matt Belanger um, from Five Eyewitness News sent to me a text <laughs> yesterday with it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is hilarious. It's Chris Eggert's fault. It's Chris Eggert's tweet. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Okay, and then I'll buy. I cannot get control again. It is so funny. So we've got that on the way. Also, nobody got a Jeopardy question about Minnesota, correct? Uh, in final Jeopardy, we'll. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. See if you guys know the answer. Coming up next on My Talk. All right, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Also, producer Don McLean hanging with us. I uh, got a Minnesota edition of this segment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay, so, tis the season. You know, spring is upon us. Oh, yeah. The birds, mm. the bees. Mm. But first, the birds. Um, apparently, <laughs> yesterday, um, they went to a DNR camera on KSTP. Um, very funny, because there's what appears to be a mama eagle sitting on an egg, Right. <laughs> Beautiful, yeah. Resting. Then out of nowhere comes Papa Eagle, and Papa Eagle appears to get on the back of Mama Eagle, and so yeah. we can let uh, we can let the anchors tell you what happened yeah, next. Matt Belanger and Brandy Powell. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, uh, little eagle. Kind of. <laughs> Saying, stay away from me, because I got an egg under here. <laughs> there's, a, there's a new egg in the DNR's Eagle Cam. Yep. And we got, I don't know if that's Nancy or what's the other parent? And there will be a little eagle. eaglet. Harry and Nancy. Oh, yeah, Harry and Nancy. I don't know if that's Nancy or Harry, but anyway. Wait, up, up, there's the other one. <laughs> is this, this is the live cam. This is live, this yeah. Is look at that. So there they go. Oh. <laughs> and they got that egg in there. And, oh, I don't know what's happening now. Domestic disturbance. Domestic disturbance. <laughs> Chris says we might have another egg soon. Okay, well, let's just uh, move on and talk about the forecast. <laughs> Wait, let it go. Here comes the laughter. Well, you can't. It's live TV, and you can't make that up. Oh, my goodness. Right. Come back tomorrow. We'll show you this. Chris Eggert will have more on that on Minnesota Live coming up at 9 o'clock. That's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> that, that's Mr. Wow. Eggert talking for those of you at home. Chris Eggert's getting ready the for bosses, Minnesota that Live. That was good and live television right there. <laughs> Well, anyway, <laughs> anchored by Chris Eggert. He wasn't even on camera, and he wins the Matt's the losing that it. one. I can't even. Yeah, I took the Zach's rated. Okay. Oh, that was good. I have to tell you, um, and Steve, you could link this up. Yeah, right? yeah I just Jonathan got it Jonathan has a lot of weird recovery he tries to do, explaining bunnies in the summer and all <laughs> kinds of stuff. It's it's just kind of a train wreck this, for two minutes. It's totally going to go viral. I'm sure this is just going to be everywhere but it was actually 
interesting to see because first the 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 Papa Eagle's on top of Mama Eagle, just basically just like kneading her with his feet. Yeah, you know, yeah, with his... honey, are your feet sore? That's how it starts. Yeah, and then it was like <laughs> on her back. Oh. It's like he's doing a back massage. Yeah, yeah with his yeah with yeah. his little t- little probably huge talons. And then one thing leads to another, and it was like, mm-hmm. oh wow, that's yeah. how they do it. Listen, when you're with the one you love, and you start to work out some knots, there's a lot of physical pressure that's happening now, and it becomes <laughs> so you can yeah. get away from you in a hustle. It's, it's true. true. It's true. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Jeez, so there please. was that, and then I thought this was interesting on Monday's final Jeopardy round. None of the contestants got this question correct. Um, none of them are clearly from the Midwest. I think like one was from California, then another or two of them were from California and another one was from Florida. And so the question was, and see if you know the answer, if you didn't already peek, Steve. I okay. just peeked. Oh, you did. I'm oh, sorry. I'm, I, can I start it from the question? Because sure. that's, the, that's where you... Told me to sure, start it. Absolutely. We have players from both coasts on Jeopardy. Why is the audio so low? Let's see what happens. We'll come first to Hung Fan, who is in third place with five thousand. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I that's know okay. that's okay. That's yeah. Mike Markhot's uh, audio. I think he just taped it off from his TV. Home. Yeah, yeah for just sure. Just like uh, Chris Seger did. <laughs> totally. So, okay, here's the question. Uh, at about ninety thousand, it's the most populous U.S. city. On North America's biggest lake? The answer is not Green Bay. Thank you very much to the Californians. It's not Minneapolis to the Floridian, but closer. The answer is Duluth. Yes. 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 And Ken Jennings noted that this is the most important port on Lake Superior, which is Duluth, Minnesota. Come See on. that Duluth Trading Company, please. Everyone knows that. We're in the That's news. A big deal. That is. Yeah, that... people do know Duluth Trading Company all mm-hmm. over. You're right about that. Hey, John, have you ever watched like those big, ginormous ships come into Duluth? Into I have. Port? Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, it makes you a little nervous. Aren't there icebreaker ships too that just sort of like plow through the frozen ice? Am I making that up? I don't know about that. I might be, but I feel like I'm not. I don't know. I was only like there I... in the summer, so I um, didn't see Yeah, those. me too. That's the time to go. We'll have to ask. Early fall, late summer, early fall. I've got to get up there. I'm going to head up this weekend. i got to go to the depot. The depot? <laughs> As in the home depot. Oh, <laughs> come on. I don't you know. The Duluth depot. I was just going to yep. say, like, two years ago, we, we almost started a Duluth um, uh, tradition. And it was like, we thought we'd go there, like, every year, but then... Last year we skipped, and now it's like, oh man, you know, I start getting like, okay, they're little ones, the time is slipping away. How about here? This what I heard this morning on this stoicism channel that I follow on Instagram. <laughs> this guy said, he said they're interviewing each other. And this is an eye opening thing, I think, for all of us that all of us could hear. The guy said, uh, are both your parents still alive? Yes. Um, how old are they? They're, they're 70, uh, 75. They're 75 and 74. He said, okay, so let's just say they're both 75. And he said, let's say that they have an expected life to live until they're 80. He said, most people then would say, if I said, how much um, time do you have left with your parents? You would say, oh, I've got five years left with my parents. That feels comforting. But he said, how often do you see your parents? And he said, you know, like twice a year. 
He said, okay, so you don't have five years left with your parents. You have ten more, ten more visits with your oh, parents. Oh, God, that makes you feel so guilty. But you know, it shouldn't make you feel guilty. It should, it should, it's eye-opening. It's the truth. You can't run from the truth. It should motivate you. It should motivate you. It was like we had a, a pastor at, a, um, at our church that we went to in New Mexico who, this really hit home, he keeps a jar, and he said, this is how many weekends you have with your kids from the time that they're zero to 18. And so I, th- I forget what it was. Let's make up a number and say it was 700. You have 700 weekends. That's definitely not right, but we'll go with it. 700 weekends. So he has two jars that he has out at his house. One from when they're born is a jar full of 700 marbles. And each time that a weekend passes on Sunday night, he takes a marble and puts it into the empty jar. There it goes. That's one weekend. Here's another weekend. And as the years go by, the j- jar that was full of marbles becomes more empty. The jar that was empty becomes more full. And it shows you visually the passage of time and helps you to not live so much in a blur and in the false reality that we all have, which is like, we'll live forever. They'll live forever. The season will be forever. And instead, it's this ever-present visual of you need to savor the time that you have. And that doesn't happen accidentally. Kind of freaks me out. I haven't done it. I think I would just get weepy every weekend. But it's a good visual. And it's the truth. You only got so many weekends with them. Make them count. All right. Thank you, Steve, for that reminder. You're welcome, Donna. All right. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dawn. Thank you. Uh, When we come back, uh, let's talk a little music news. Okay. We'll get to that. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster will also have a dirt alert coming up next.